Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I am Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to be discussing Last Will. Yeah. Uh, what can we say about Last Will? Um, it is a co-op game. Though it can be played a single player, I don't think it's as much fun as I tried to do that first. <laughs> and I didn't really enjoy it as much. It is the type of game where, I guess, escape room would be fitting. Yeah, a multiple escape room, even. Yeah, it's more like escape mansion. An escape mansion, yeah. But each room that you enter is a new puzzle, a new thing. So it's not the type of escape room where there are many puzzles in one room. It's usually one puzzle one goal to get out of the room which definitely helps otherwise it would be quite messy yeah Yeah. i i like the way it is the basic premise of the story is you are i don't know if i want to say you're rich you're not rich but you could be rich yeah your your grandfather was rich (laughs) if you can follow his clues and escape through the kind of gauntlet of the house you'll get the inheritance which is why it's called last will that's the basic premise. If you don't, however, make it through, apparently the house is going to explode? Is that what we're led to believe? I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go in and basically he's like, okay, you've got one hour until everything goes up in flames. I think that is the type of thing where it's great to have that time limit. We both played with the time limit. We prefer it that way. Yeah, for But sure. you can play it casually. And I kind of think the first time, especially if you're playing on your own, definitely go with casual. If you're playing with a partner, it's kind of cool to play with the time limit. Gives it a bit of pressure. I think for me, what I would really suggest is definitely try to play it. You played with strangers before you played with me. Yeah. What did you think? I didn't play it with like completely random people. I played it with another guy that I know and I'm friends with on Steam. And he was actually the one that introduced me to this game. He thought I would like it, and man, I did. It was fantastic. You actually have to play with chat enabled, essentially, right? Yeah, it's not like we were here where chat is kind of... That's one of the main like hinges of that game. I think you could probably get through Last Will without chat, but it would be quite difficult. There's not many places where you... It helps to be able to communicate, but I don't think you need it. Which is why you can do it single player anyway. There's no, there's, there's no parts where you're separated from each other, for example, like in We Were Here, where you're like, what are you looking at? I'm looking at a wall with weird symbols. What are you looking at? I'm looking at a book with those symbols on it. Um, I think if you're running it through, though, not knowing how the game works or how the puzzles are to be solved with two people in the room, it'd be very tough to do without at least a text chat of some sort. Which oh, yeah. there is one sort of built into the game which we both had a bit of trouble getting rid of getting off of our screen at times until we figured it out just press escape that was that was what got rid of it yeah so positives of this game it has some very clever puzzles it looks very nice it has multiple solutions to most of the puzzles i would say so even with the very first entrance hall, there are some basically word riddles, but there are many, many of those. So yeah. that I've rarely seen so far the same two twice. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, if you're going with, like, yeah, the, the kind of replay value of the game, where a, some of the puzzles are repeated, thankfully, because those ones were quite tough. But, like, the word riddles, there's... Each time you go into the entrance hall, yeah, there's multiple versions of each riddle. But not only that, but in the room, there's riddle number one, and then there's a second riddle number one, which are two different riddles, but they both equal the same word. And then you've got the square thing that you can guess the word. So you've got three chances to solve the same riddle, which is kind of nice. It's a good. I, I felt that that room was a really good way to ease you into the logic of the game. And so the replayability works very well, even just the two of us, because we might come across something we'd seen before. Or as we were preparing for this episode, we realized there are a few rooms we've never seen because you don't go through every room when you play through there are extra rooms so there are times where you won't even necessarily see every room even though we've done at least three playthroughs now together and there was even a room i think that you hadn't seen yet yeah exactly i mean even in chapter one there's four chapters in chapter one there are nine rooms and you only get to see five of those per chapter per playthrough basically so there's out of a a possible nine rooms there's five that you're going to get to see and then within those rooms there are multiple riddles so there's quite a lot of replayability for this game and it's it's good it gives it some value there's a lot of achievements for the kind of chivo hunters out there there's 50 achievements for this game you know Uh, some of them are quite hard to get i think there's a lot of reasons to go back to last will and play it again as a way of kind of being fair. The game isn't perfect though. There are a few small things that can really irritate a new player. One of the things is the loading into a, like a black screen where you can't do anything. That's definitely the most common one, f- for me at least. There is definitely uh, at least one time where we did that but I moved and we realized we'd actually kind of spawned into each other so we could move and we're actually fine but That was one time out of maybe six times where that happened to us. So that's very frustrating. My theory, I don't know if it's true or not, but at this point my theory is that as the second player, not the host, if I clicked start after you had already clicked start, then that was what caused the problem, but we're not really sure. Exit the game, start it back up again, you'll probably be fine. I mean, I, I know a lot of people have complained on the kind of Steam review page. Like, it's very, the game's too buggy, it's unplayable. That's nonsense, in my opinion. The black screen only ever comes at the beginning of a level when you're entering for like the first time. It doesn't appear once you, when, when you're going through the chapters. It's like at the beginning of your playthrough and it's solvable. It's not like you're getting halfway through the chaos gauntlet and then, oh, it's black screen. Now I've got to do everything again. No, it's it's a it's a small bug that occurs right at the start and is and is fixable, and usually after we exited out and come back in, it was fine the second time. Another thing that I would warn listeners about is there is the option to save your game, but even when you restart the game, it just restarts at the beginning of the chapter. All the rooms are randomly generated, so it really will just start you at the beginning of the chapter. So. Don't make the mistake that I did of starting the game thinking I could save it and then come back to the room to solve that room later. The puzzle will be different. You may not get the same room. I was a bit gutted because I'd gone through, I think, three (laughs) or four rooms to get to a point where I couldn't 
figure it out quick enough and I had to go to work. And then I came back and had to start in room one again. I was in the entrance hall again. So just be aware of that. Yeah. It saves by chapter, not by individual rooms. The other problem, and this is something that hopefully will be worked on as as the game continues to survive, is items occasionally falling through other items or falling through a wall. And once that happens, there's not much you can do about that. I'd say that's the only kind of really frustrating bug that the game still has, is because that is one bug where you can be halfway through a run and then all of a sudden the picture frame that you're carrying that shows you... Why did I say that? Why not? Because this is the spoiler-free section. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it is. Um, yeah, just erase that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so... But it's important to know that it does happen. It's unfortunate. It's something that hopefully will get worked out in the future. I like this game. I would definitely recommend this game, particularly if you want to play with a friend. I would say go for it. I think this game is pretty worth it, especially for how much you could replay it and play it again later with somebody else or even with the same person and possibly find puzzles you haven't found before. It has a lot of value as far as that goes and as far as escape room i mean i guess i probably haven't played as many as you but this is one of the best video game escape rooms i've come across well i mean that's what i mean it's, it's like if you were to go to a real escape room you know they're not cheap to go to in real life you're really paying for the you know you're paying for the, the props and the quality of the puzzles and stuff and as far as this a virtual escape room like this goes it's like you know it's all about quality of puzzles and i feel that the puzzle quality is logical and I didn't feel cheated or kind of shortchanged by some of them or at least most of them yeah I mean it's good value I mean it's only 10 bucks I think or so on Steam and I've got so far and this is without me just like trying to overplay it just for this podcast I mean just seriously playing it and still enjoying it I've got about 25 hours on this game that's 50 cents an hour that's great but yeah if you played We Were Here um, and you, or you just like escape or, or rooms, or just like escape rooms, or if you want more of that kind of stuff, yeah, it's definitely worth picking up. We enter into spoiler territory. <coughs> we are probably going to be talking a lot about puzzles and specifically how the puzzles worked, why they worked. If you've not played Last Will, now's the time to step out because, yeah, this is this is a heavy puzzle game and not much more to it. So that that will be the focus. Let's talk... Uh, well, let's talk about the entrance hall, I guess, because that's where we start. I love the idea of the story for this game. I really do. I love that we have that letter from the lawyer saying, your grandfather wanted you to come an hour before I show up. This is pretty common with rich people. There might be stuff that they tried to hide from the tax man somewhere in the house. You want to find them, you have an hour, right? So that gives a logical reason for you to be in the house ahead of anyone else. And then there's the letter from your grandfather saying how the family tree has grown some rotten branches or something like that. Yeah, he's just this miserable <laughs> old git. <laughs> so basically, you have to prove yourself to him in order to get everything. I like it. It's simple, it's straightforward, 
it's a good reason, a good story to have an escape room. That kind of, if you don't make it out in 60 minutes, then nobody gets anything. Definitely extreme, but at least it gives an, like a reason to be there and a reason to have to escape in a certain time. The statues. There's a big statue right in the middle. Sometimes. It changes. Yeah. Right? So even the room itself will look slightly different depending on when you start. This room, I think after I solved this the first time, I found this room to be quite frustrating because it's not that interesting puzzle-wise. It's just interesting riddle-wise, I think. And there are a few riddles that I'm wondering if they just translate slightly differently in English or if the meaning doesn't quite mean the same. So that I found frustrating, but then there's the workaround that I found because I used the hints in this room that just make this room super easy if you want. So by all means, listeners, go ahead and solve those riddles. Oftentimes there is a clue and then what is called a hint. There are basically two clues for every riddle. Many of them are fairly easy to do. They're just four letter words and you have a limited number of letters. When we first started playing together, I was just writing down all the letters and then basically working through what back home we'd call a jumble and just trying to figure out what words could be created out of that. Right, yeah. But using all the hints, it basically told me, oh, there these weird squares on the floor or in a cupboard. Those might have a meaning if you look at the paintings upstairs. So those five letter words under every painting match up with those squares. And so even if you have no clue what the riddle is, you can use those squares to find your way out. And I think that's fair because there'll be people who are maybe playing this in another language um, and they won't really understand English riddles. I'm not sure if it's been if it's translated into other um, languages, but yeah, that's an easy workaround. And it is, it is good just... Some people just aren't good at riddles. And some of them are are quite hard. And what I did notice is that the even though it's only four letters, the way that they've set up the types of letters that are inside with the right number of vowels, it's really hard to just hard kind of uh, like bust your way through that code to, to get the answers. Especially because a lot of times you can spell more than one word. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. That's what I mean. It's like there's so many, the the, 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 the letters that are in there they seem quite unique. You've got lots of Y's and V's, but they're still quite hard to just guess. I am really impressed by how varied this room feels. I'm sure that there must be a finite number of riddles and a finite number of answers, but I've rarely seen the same one twice, and we've played it through multiple times. So I'm, I'm impressed with that. I'm impressed with the look of the room right away. You see well first off you walk in the room's dark which personally i find a little irritating because if you've only got 60 minutes it's more realistic the lights are off but come on man give me give me that (laughs) but the lights are off for a reason later on in the game you need to be trained to switch those lights on and off Mm. so that's probably a little bit of a tutorial i suppose so but that room is very dark and there are a lot of lights (laughs) lights when you're running with 60 minutes only like I 
get kind of irritated at anything that's slowing me down. I didn't even know you could switch on the lights for the first ten minutes I was playing that game. I was running around in the darkness, like, this this game is too dark. <laughs> that is an issue, though, of having only one lantern. Because you didn't, you didn't has... have problems, yeah? You didn't have any problems with the light, though. I did. You did. I didn't need it as much, but there were times where me not having the lantern in the observatory specifically there was a time where if i'd had a lantern i would have seen a clue that i didn't okay but i think it was very obvious to you because you had the lantern Mm. i don't mind so much most of the time it didn't really bother me you had a lot of trouble seeing without the lantern so i was always letting you take it because yeah i I think my my darkness was turned way down on that like or my brightness was turned way down um quite possibly wondering what other game you're playing that you were dropping the i don't know I don't know. But yeah, mine's was definitely like pitch black in some points. And you're like, what? This is fine. And then we changed and I had the lantern. And you're like, no, I can see this easy. Like, nope, not for me. So I love the entrance hall as far as the way. Once the lights are on, there's just a richness to this place. There are paintings where if you look at them, your character has a little bit of a thought. Like looking at the portrait of your grandfather going, eh. He doesn't look like such a great guy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's two sets of stairs that you have to go through. There's all sorts of cupboards to look in. Creaky doors to open up. Mm. The sounds work very well Yeah, in yeah. this game. One thing that I really liked was it didn't happen to me the first two times I played, but the third time where there is a clue hidden behind a chair, and I had to actually pick up a chair and move it. Yeah. And see that there was a space behind it. See that there was possibly something behind it. That just gave the idea of, oh, I need to explore everything. I I really feel like the game could use a little bit more of that. And a little bit more of actually having, for the number of cupboards you go through, either having less cupboards or more stuff sometimes. But I love the idea of that. It's the type of thing where if they were to make a second one, I would just hope that either a bit more, ooh, find that, or maybe more locked cupboards, because there were so... Some rooms are just so many cupboards to get through. But that was the entrance hall, and the entrance hall is always your starting point. No matter right. what, that that's always your starting point, because that's where you get your story. That's the room where you kind of get an idea of how this is the game, and this is how it's going to play. But I, I love the entrance hall. I think that it sets the tone for the game very well. It's a fairly easy puzzle with multiple ways to solve it. And every time you start, it might be just a little bit different. So that's still into chapter one. Uh, you've got a list of rooms. So where do you want to go from here? So the entrance hall into... Um, well, the study parlor is next on my list. Um, the study parlor... Is that the butterfly room? Yeah. That's right. Um, Which we didn't really understand what we were doing. No, we, we got first through that completely times. randomly, actually. We basically just shoved our way through. Yeah, we clicked all the switches and just click and hope. And we, we luckily got the right order. Whereas <laughs> the real solution is so much more interesting. The first time I had seen the note about the butterflies... I saw the butterflies, and there's the note says something about 
your experiments with electricity and bringing things back to life. And I went, well, it's got to be the butterflies. But I was never staring at the butterflies when you hit the button. And then we, there was the other note that we thought was telling us how to put things in the room in order in a particular way, which is how we kind of guessed our way through, but it wasn't right at all. No, it wasn't even close. The real solution for that puzzle I like a lot. It's yeah. pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. And again, it's the type of thing where it's so much better to have two people. That's definitely something that is great for co-op because I'm, I, if I'm off in another room and I'm talking to you on Steam chat going, okay, Justin, I'm going to sw th throw this switch, click. What happened is like, oh, well, a bunch of them opened and some of them closed. And like, oh, yeah, I'll try the other one. You know, we can communicate with each other, but if you're doing that single player... That's well, a lot of running. Before. It's, a lot, it's a lot of running, and, and I don't even think you would know... That maybe we just didn't click. And, it could be, and because we managed to just blunder through the first one anyway, it's like, oh, well, I don't know how we did that. That's kind of dumb. But actually, it's not dumb. It's a pretty clever puzzle. <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> we just missed it. <laughs> but then um, after that, I mean, that's a good room. It's a nice room. It's a pretty room, but it's not my favorite room. Definitely not. What I like about this game is the just hints of story that we're given throughout this game. So there are all sorts of hints about the professor, our grandfather, and things that he had been working on, things that he had done. So the butterfly and electricity thing, that's just kind of the beginning of things that will get slightly darker and slightly more intricate. Um, maybe complex might be a better word for the story. There's also issues with the women and how the the professor had two wives, one that he loved, one that he kind of just settled for, and then letters from the woman or diaries from one of the women talking about Edmund, but I'm not sure if Edmund was my grandfather. So there's a lot there. I think this is the type of story that you would love because it requires you to put it all together yeah. and make your theory. I feel like it doesn't give me enough to truly connect the dots. Like, I really want to connect the dots in a way that makes a kind of linear story for me. I don't feel I quite got that, but the hints that I got were enough that I kind of knew what each hint was talking about, maybe just not as a whole story. But I think th this room is the one where I really first started to go, oh, I thought the only kind of missive I was going to get from my grandfather was at the beginning. Ah, right, okay. But no, there's going to be bits of story sprinkled in, and I think that some of the mechanics, some of the objects are also possibly related to that story, but just in ways that either I didn't put together or you haven't given me a crazy theory. <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> Um, the next on the list here is The Office. This okay. is another one that you need um, co-op. is is definitely preferable to yeah. single player. Otherwise you have to run in back and forth a lot. Yeah. This one is one where I found... I really like the puzzle. I thought it was interesting. It's a type of room where things appear one way, but they don't appear another. So you can open a drawer and it's empty, but when you do it correctly, something appears. This is also where a whole kind of bookcase came swinging out at one point, which I love. That kind of secret room, that's the type of thing that I really love in an escape room. And so they were basically giving it to me here. 
It's like that as well. Like this, this room is like the magic room as well. This is like all the posters of like Houdini and stuff. Or like, and there was the story that you liked uh, about. Oh yeah, Carter beats the devil. That's the that's the the cover of that book. Yeah, I mean, I guess the cover of the book was actually taken from the poster. But when I saw that poster, I was like, oh, that's from that book. It's not from the book. It's it's an original poster. But great book, Carter beats the devil. Yeah, yeah. This room. So like your drawer that you're talking about, you open it. It's like the 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 magician's matchbox thing like you open it and there's nothing in there close it open it again oh there's like a whatever a coin inside I don't really know why there's a, a ship's wheel attached to the desk but I think that makes it very obvious that that's what you need to work with yeah <laughs> yeah that the tarot card like because that yeah that you spin the wheel that moves the tarot card but the tarot card is like way too far away to see what card you've turned it to so I had to go over there and basically watch it because watch it that was a thing with the steering wheel is that it was a bit touchy and I felt like sometimes it would jump two cards and sometimes one I had a lot of trouble making it just turn slightly it was fairly straightforward once you know what you're looking for and once you know what you're looking at yeah 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 because it wasn't until it turned that I noticed or you noticed that oh the, the tarot cards are ticking by like one of those like old clocks yeah um but yeah that's a decent room the library though that was a fun room um, Again, two people because oh, having to run around definitely this room. Yeah, but yeah, th- yeah th- this room was clever. Actually, very simple room once you think about it. Yes, I didn't realize we had, were looking for the name. Like, you got that torn sheet. Yeah, thought, you thought it was the last letter on on each line. Each line, and it didn't make sense to me. But I was you're like, you've done this before, now. Yeah, okay, I'll, let's, I'll do this. Let's yeah. listen to you. It's like, this is what I thought the first time I played it and I was wrong. And that's why we died in this room. And it wasn't until we got, like, this isn't working. This isn't working. It's like, oh, because that's not even close to what the answer is. It's just the guy's name. Oh, no, it's the woman's name. Yes. Yeah. And then you go. There you go. But this was a fun room. I like this room. But finding the books, I'm glad the books are well marked. Yes, that would have been a nightmare if it hadn't been. Yeah, yeah. Um... And again, a little bit more history with who Josephine is, or was, I should say. Yeah, I, like you were saying before, this build-up of story. Each room has some puzzles to solve, and maybe one written clue to the story. And also a bunch of visual ones as well. Like You're getting to build this picture of who this man is, and what his hobbies were, and the artwork that he's collected over the years. His, his general interests, even. Even things that you're just inferring from the environment i love that it's, 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 the game is rich with that kind of stuff i like it so the rec room was next the rec room i tried to do in single player game rage quit couldn't finish that one i had no idea what i was doing in that one and that was funny because you told me that i've got this room with a chessboard. i was like sweet i love chess i haven't seen this room yet and i was waiting to play it again and we got to play it which was which was awesome because i knew exactly what to do and we solved it in like two minutes no well no. three it wasn't that long no. it took a while actually and I told you this afterwards like I, the reason that this puzzle was so easy is because this was I've seen this before in Professor Layton the night clue to that puzzle is that's how you stagger the queens you stagger them in a night fashion so that they're not diagonally touching each other they're two up and one across two up and one across two up and one across and then down the other side and then it's always those last two pieces that don't fit into that pattern you're like oh where do these guys go once we just... Eh. And having two people as well, one who can stand above the board looking down, because if you're on the board, that's a lot different. Yeah, the rec room is good. Uh, Your favourite puzzle was next. Oh, the 
dang pipes. I hated those pipes so <laughs> much. Trying to think how many times I tried that, at least twice, before I got the solution. There's a time where we were playing together, and you had to go, and he said, oh, well, I think you can keep playing even if I leave, and left me stuck with the pipes. And listeners, if you're stuck on the pipes, the first thing you need to do is go find the missing piece of pipe that could be anywhere in the hallway, but you need that pipe. Without it, you're just not going to get anywhere. Even with the pipe, for some reason, I still couldn't get it, even once I'd found it, and I got really frustrated, and I quit. Then the next time I played through on my own and I got to that again, I went, okay, I need to figure this out. And it's a matter of opening, closing pipes, and I get that, and I understood from the beginning. That's, I think, what I find the most frustrating. This is one where I knew the end game before I even started. I knew what the idea was. There are three things they need to light up. That's pretty obvious. But the problem was sometimes you hit one lever and it moves another lever, but not always. So that was very frustrating. I think that it's actually designed so that no gas could kind of escape in a way that it shouldn't. Yeah. So those sections where the pipe wasn't connected so that gas doesn't escape into the hallway has been set up so that it can't do that accidentally, which is good, but it's so frustrating as a puzzle. Here is a puzzle where it doesn't change. I can do this puzzle in about two seconds now. Now I'm okay with this puzzle. Yeah, but at the beginning... No, I hated it so much. And the if it did change, this is one where I would just be really frustrated to have to change. I'm glad this is one that doesn't change. And also, I think it would be quite hard to design multiple ones of these with like the same level of difficulty I don't think you could make them I don't think you could find like a baseline difficulty kind of like even if you assign like a number to it it's like it'd be hard to keep it fair if you were to change it each time next on our list is the dining room oh sorry the dining hall I should say yes. uh, the dining hall I like the dining hall but it's hard and it's a time sucker that one it takes forever I love the dining hall but at the same time I don't like the dining hall. <laughs> um, I love the dining hall for what it is. It's a logic puzzle. It's also kind of hidden. You need to find all the objects. So I do like that, except sometimes they are really hard to find. There's one time where we nearly gave up, and then you found an item on a chair oh, yeah, under the sitting, table yeah, or something. Yeah. But we had ran around there for about... 10 minutes, not able to find it. A lot going on in this room. So one, this is the first time, I believe, where you actually get to hear the grandfather's voice. This is very, as you put it, creepy. Yeah, I love it. But also this is where we really get the crux of the story. And I knew from the first time that I listened to that tape what he was talking about and kind of suspected where the story is going to go from there on. But talking about the mansion as a building and how much of it could you replace and it still be the same building is that same philosophy, right? Uh, Our bodies regenerate cells, and so at a certain point, are we still the same person because we're actually all new cells, right? And he talks about a garden, 
going through the same kind of renovation, but is it still the same garden? So I like that. And I like that that can be playing while you're running around, doing stuff and still hear it. There are a couple problems I do have with this room. One is, yes, the time. But I think more so is the clues are random. And I honestly feel like I'm missing a couple clues. Every time, even when I did it untimed, so I could sit there and logic all the way through it, I always felt like there were two people I didn't know exactly where they were sitting or what maybe they were supposed to have. There was something that felt like I was having to guess. I think that's the point, though. I think that's on purpose. I don't think that's bad design, say. I think that's just part of the puzzle. Because there is, you do get to a point where you're like, okay, I know everyone, these guys are in position, these guys are correct, but I don't know if this person was sitting in this chair or this chair. And basically, usually it's just a case of switching those items. You don't, you know, you've not got the items wrong. You know everyone should have what items. It's usually just a case of switching their, their chairs around. Um, but the problem with this room is, unlike the pipes, the, yeah, the clues change every time. So the table can't be set the same way each time. And it takes a long time to read through all those things and put it together. And if you're trying to do a speed run, you're just praying, please don't give me this room in the chaos gauntlet. And I usually messed it up because I would... Our fastest a, was like nine minutes, eight minutes. I'd be in a hurry and get sitting to the left side of the professor or the right side. I'd get that backward. Yeah, because you're looking at his chair always. Like, yeah. I would stand at his chair and look down. Or i put it on my paper and then sometimes I would switch it depending on if I was looking at my paper or looking right. at the thing. That's not... That's certainly not the fault of the game that's the fault of me getting that backwards but when you're in a hurry you make mistakes yeah but there is just <laughs> just such random objects the colonel sat with a bird cage and a thing of gin <laughs> i do love that part of the puzzle the the guest with the eye patch ordered gin for dinner it's like wow gin for dinner like is that all they had for dinner that's that did bother me sometimes, though, because... Liquid diet? Well, I'm just thinking because of how random it was. Sometimes it would say things like, the person with the limp did this, but then you never find out who actually had the limp. Like, it's only once you solve the puzzle can you figure out who had the limp. I do wonder, though, if this was meant to represent a story of some kind. Like, if the professor actually had this dinner at one point, and if this is meant to add to the story, or if it's just silly. I don't really know. I've got two kind of theories about what this room is. One is it's just, like you said, it's just a logic puzzle. Because by the time we get to the end of the story, we realise that our brain is being tested for a reason. So maybe it's just like, how well can you exercise your brain? Or it's possible that because of these items are all weird, I thought maybe this was like, maybe part of a seance or something that they were bringing these weird items like compasses and crystal, one of the person has a crystal ball, uh, someone's got a birdcage, you know, like maybe a sacrifice or something like that. I thought maybe, even if they weren't doing the seance in this room, maybe this is where they met to discuss what they were going to do and notice that the professor didn't have any items, you know, so it was like, he was almost like the person that would run it and maybe people were coming to him for answers or... All right, so next we came across the game room, and this was the last um, room that we saw in Chapter 1. The game room was one of those ones, again, that I kind of left you to solve it all, and you were pretty good about running around and looking for stuff and picking up things, and I was just kind of 
diddling around looking at pool balls and oh did you get the did you pick up the black light justin yeah okay because classic escape room 101 is uh every room has to have a black light for some reason this room is fun because it's huge it's well decorated it's lit beautifully as well and it's just like again this is you get a feel for the grandfather's kind of not excess but just he's got all the things that you would expect a rich person to have but they're just featured in weird ways like it's like there's all the art around the walls but he's got a pool table in with all the art stuff it's just weird and he's uh defaced some of his art which you found out yes because that's basically the solution for this one you get a color code and then that color code relates to the pool balls which relates to the code on the safe yeah pretty straightforward once you see it it's no problem but figure out where the actual light goes is the toughest part and knowing that you can take the black light back out of each fixture and replace it again because we did that when I played this before and it was like we put it in and like alright I can't see anything and then we're just wandering off like oh no wait you can pick it up again and replace it and like okay it's a good room simple room again that's that's the good that's what I love about puzzles where they seem quite complicated but when you get them you're like oh man that was actually really quite easy a kind of a good simple puzzle is pretty effective and in the, in this room it works well um, so you get the key from the safe, you put the key into another painting, and then that unlocks a door. And for that, that was us. We were done with uh, chapter one. Um, five rooms down, 15 to go. All right, so we yeah, we get into chapter two, and then we're uh, faced with the storage cellar. Stor and Storage cellar is one where we both got very frustrated yeah. a number of times. I like the idea of the room. I like the idea of the room a lot. Light for truth, dark for lies. I would have left it at that. I think leaving the maybe <laughs> with, with the pink was too much. I think that's where you run into a lot of issue. Because then there are also things that were a bit confusing. It would say something like, there are two metal crates. And they don't look metal, but they have metal hinges. But I think later on it says... Wooden storage crates. There were there was another totally different clue, a different time we played, yeah. And there was the thing about brooms being discarded, but we didn't know if that meant if they're in this room, they're discarded, or if they were thrown down, they're discarded. We didn't know exactly what that meant. There are other things, too, like the clue about you are on the lower level of the building, and by this point how do I know where I am? There's a lot of up and down stairs. It's very confusing. Which I think the time we played that was the mystery one. We we didn't know. But there are just a number of times where we just couldn't quite seem to make it. I thought the really fun clue would have been if the clue your grandfather is alive and then find out, no, he's... Or maybe... Yeah, yeah, that's a maybe. Yeah. Or to have that be, you know, your grandfather is dead and have that be a lie. You know, something like that so that you found out there was something yeah, like sinister to going just on. Just to pepper in a bit more, a little bit of story in there. It's just such a straightforward room, but it just doesn't seem to be once we start playing it. 
And I think it's because some of the clues seem a little vague and it doesn't quite work as well as it should. And and, and to be fair, there's not a lot happening in, in these rooms either. They're quite empty for a storage cellar. There's not a lot of storage going on. Yeah, it's more storing these candles yeah. and pieces of paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a great... I think we actually had to quit this room because... We there was a point where we felt we had tried everything. Yeah. yeah, but this is also another time where I think you need to be able to communicate because you oh, that's be, why we quit. You because... could be running around turning lights on, and I'm also turning lights on, and that could yeah. mess each other up. But that's why we quit the first time because it was the first room, and I was like, well, it doesn't matter because we're only just starting. Let's just restart and hope we don't get this room again. Yes. Um, and then we did, but we found <laughs> yeah. our way well, through. Well, we got it. it. We got it again later, but not in the first room. But we, and then when we got to, we're like, "Oh God, we got this room again." I hope the clues are different. And thankfully, maybe that's a good thing that the clues do change for the riddle parts because it would be a case of just banging your head against the wall. Then, because we're like, we we've done everything we can for this room, we can't overcome it. All right, I might just just quit and I'll go and play something else now. But that's good that they changed the riddles. And the second time, it was a bit clearer for us, and we got it. But then, this probably, after we finished the story cellar, that took us into the chapel. The chapel is one of my favorites when it comes to story. Yeah, it's got a lot of story in there. It's really cool. It's basically the story of his romantic life in five sections, five very brief sections, all symbolized by an object. Sometimes the object's a little hard to find, but I did really enjoy this. Not so much for the puzzle. The puzzle was a piece of cake, except that it's not really clear which side of the table you set the objects on is number one. Yeah. So I had to do it twice the first time, but I knew what was going on, but I love it for its story and what it's doing and what it tells us about the person we're trying to, I don't know, understand because this is his game right that leads us though to another problematic room which was the dark room again a simple puzzle but here's one where i did it correctly but it didn't work and you said you'd had this problem when you played with your other friend yeah you have to i think the problem is in this room and again i'm not a computer uh, engineer or programmer or anything like that but it seems to me that the light even though there's a wall between the dark room and the room where you set down the photographs the light seems it's like the wall doesn't exist and that light just bleeds into the dark room you have to turn the light off in the adjacent room as well even though it's divided by a wall and the lantern you're holding I believe as well yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, but that makes sense. You can't take the lantern in, but the light, the light on in the next room, like that shouldn't really make a difference. But I guess just the 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 rule for that room is it's it's called the dark room, so make it all dark. Um, and also, one thing I, this is like maybe the only thing that didn't make sense to me in maybe the entire game, is you develop the same photograph, over and over and over again. Like, I would have liked it if they'd had a different... Again, just a little, little tiny snippets of story. Like, here's a, here's a picture of the woman, you know, the, the the wife that died. 
And that's kind of cool as well from like the chapel when you find out how you find out like that kind of explains the two paintings of the women, the young women and the older women. I think I reckon the young woman is maybe Josephine and she's the one she died in childbirth and that's why this guy resents his entire family pretty much because his offspring caused the death of the only woman that he loves. It could be. Um, could also be the offspring are from the second wife that he didn't really love. He doesn't like his family very no, much. No, no, he does not. But yeah, so the uh, the dark the dark room, yeah, like yeah, it's the same picture. The mansion, the mansion, times, the mansion. Basically. Yeah, like, well, you know, that's an afterthought, really. But but this, then the next one after this was uh, a really cool room, and again, this is another example of where I played this multiple times, and I'd never seen this room until we played it together, and that was the wine cellar. And I was like, yay! Finally, a room that I get to play with you and like put our heads together. And the wine cellar also is one that you need an achievement for. So, there you go. Mm. Not overly complicated. We figured it out pretty quickly, I think. But I liked it. I liked it for what it was. I liked it for how it worked. I liked the visual of it. To see the keys magically appear, as they did. Or that one side, which is just a skull, which... Doesn't yeah. get you anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, because I, I was running around putting them into position, and, and Justin, you check this and tell me if anything changes. And you're like, well, a skull just appeared in front of me. And like, oh, I want. I wish I had seen that. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a simple puzzle. Really, yeah, quite easy. But does just it, it does the job. colors essentially, but yeah. it works very well. I think this leads us to a room that I found to be a bit more complicated. You already kind of mastered this room by the time we got to it, and that's the bunker room. Yeah, the bunker is pretty cool. The bunker is cool, I think, because it has what I think are many red herrings, but maybe not. They might be a different type of puzzle, depending on what clues you get. There's a ham radio and a Morse code thing, and I would so love it if that was an actual puzzle to solve, but we didn't get that. We got the one that involved a black light and the... Caesar cipher? Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty straightforward. I would say that the mechanic of turning the dial, though it's very cool, is a little clunky. And if you mess it up, then you have to kind of go all the way back through it again, and that's really frustrating. Yeah, when I was playing that with you, it was like that bit in Toy Story when... The, what's his name? The Tyrannosaurus Rex is like clicking through the channels. He's like, no, you're going past it. He's like, no, you're going to go the whole way around again. Click, 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 click. But you were saying like, this doesn't even make sense. But afterwards, I was thinking it's probably more like you're maybe turning the light bulb because the light bulb is maybe shining that thing down onto the ground. So you're not actually physically turning the ground around. You're actually turning the light bulb to match the, the cipher part of it. That's, that's what I took away from that. Perhaps. I think we'll give him the benefit of the doubt yeah. on that one. But yeah. yeah, I was going, what, am I moving the whole floor here? Yeah. How is this working? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I love the whole idea of it's just a series of mundane things to do around the room to make it open. Yeah. I like that a lot. And you get to listen to Churchill on the radio. Yeah. It's a decent room. Uh, and that really concludes chapter two for us. Chapter three... Um, me and you did the greenhouse, but the greenhouse is pretty straightforward. It's basically look at some flowers, spell out a word, and you're done. It wasn't the best room. 
the room that I wish we had done was the pantry because I am so bad at maths. I suck at maths. And this is a maths puzzle to the why, nth degree. Why do you wish that we had done that one, though? Because it's... I wish you had done the one that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, because I, I, I didn't solve this one. My friend from before solved this. Oh, so you didn't quite understand I how don't, it works? I still don't understand how it works. Basically, you've got a table and... It's, uh, you've got, you pick up in, in inventory kind of items, and then when you set them on the table, each of them has like a numeric value, and then you have to make, somehow put them in the right order so that they add and subtract or multiply together to make this value, and then there's a bunch of bells on the wall, and you ring the bell with that number. You do that three times, the door opens, but I'll be damned if I could work out how to do that, because it is... Maybe next time, maybe in our chaos... I ho- oh, if we see that in the chaos gauntlet, then I'm just gonna stand in a corner and watch watch you solve this because it's I don't know I, I have no idea it's too tough for me. So it takes us to the master bedroom, which isn't the most interesting puzzle. It is the one with the cards on the wall. It's got a bit of story in there as well. You got the paintings and stuff of the wives. There's a bit of just kind of logic puzzle there, which is good, but it's pretty straightforward. But at the same time. I don't know how difficult I want it to be. I do want there to be a variety of complications, and especially when it's being timed, it's probably good to have some that are faster, some that are slower. Sure. If you had all dining room, you'd be in real trouble, right? So after the bedroom, we get to the conservatory, which is the... Not the observatory. No. Listeners, you don't know, because we've probably edited it all out. But he's been <laughs> dying to talk about the observatory. He keeps confusing it with the conservatory. Colonel Mustard did it in God, the observatory. Just stop, just stop. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> All right, so. God, that would be a good game, though. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. So, uh, conservatory, you see a bunch of musical instruments, and there's a metronome, and basically a clue telling you what you need to do. So, it's pretty straightforward. I think it's a bit forgiving on timing because I know I wasn't exact in my running around the room to try to make it happen. You kind of need two people for this one as well because there's hit like a symbol which was upstairs. I would have had to run upstairs, down somewhere. Unless I do wonder if it's just a matter of not doing something too soon. Maybe. If you take longer than that, it's no problem. But if you do it too soon, that's the problem. If that's the case, then that's fine, and anybody could do it in single player. But if it's the type of thing where you have to hit the symbol and then within five ticks be at a different instrument downstairs, that would be really, really tough to do as a single player. But I really like this room because it felt like something so unique. You walk into a music room, you know you're probably going to be touching some of those instruments, but it's just cool to think that there's this room that's been built with this purpose. I think. That kind of clue, secret room, if you pull on the right hook kind of thing, right? And that leads us then to the workshop, which the grandfather apologizes for. Oh, I didn't really want you to see this. It kind of gives you the the behind-the-scenes tour. I didn't want to kind of give things away. or. But I totally wanted you to see this because I made this recording. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of my favorite puzzles. Yeah, it's a good puzzle and it's a good room because it's got tons of backstory. It's basically, he's Jigsaw, really, you know, from the Saw movies. 
And there's a lot to put together with this one. I mean, you had played this room before, but even you were a bit baffled when we got to it and you couldn't quite remember how it worked. You play his creepy recording, you get a Yeats poem, but it's not quite right. But I didn't know the poem well enough to know that it wasn't quite right. It's only when you had noticed, I think, that some of the words had changed. Yeah, because, well, they give And you, as you said, I was looking at it going, yeah, I don't think it's quite right. One of those words sounds wrong. Yeah, they give you the, the written poem. Yeah, so then I looked through, you're like, oh, I don't... It's funny because you sent that message as I was listening for the words I'm trying to change. And I'm kind of like, oh, be quiet. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it. And so we... We got that. That was the hardest puzzle in the room, I think. Uh, to get the gears, like one is pretty obvious. One yeah. you. One was in like a, a shopping till or something like that, or a gramophone, mm-hmm. yes. something. Uh, shopping till, I think. Yeah. But it was kind of hard to pull open. We had a little trouble with that. But that puzzle where we have to see the objects on the shelf, and kind of correspond that with, the poem. And just how that poem was not done correctly. It does lean towards feeling like two puzzles in one. But with this one, it didn't bother me. With this one, I felt like that worked. It did add that bit of, yeah, I did have to put these puzzles together. I did have to work on it to make this happen. Because otherwise, it would feel a bit like... I would wonder, how did he put all these puzzles together? Did he do that in the library and then clean up afterwards? Which I guess is possible, but I like the idea that there was a workshop where he worked on this for a long time to make this happen. That leads to... That leads to the chapter four. That's the end of of chapter three. Yeah, so there's chapter four. Now you can talk about your favorite room. What, the conservatory? No. (laughs) the observatory (laughs) and you know well it is you walk in you see four constellations on the wall yep there are a number of random things seem random around the room and a massive telescope it's such a cool room man because it's just the way it's dark when you go in the constellations are all lit up there's like prayer mats and he's like ah my 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 grandfather wasn't even religious I don't know why he's got these mats and then yeah, you just gotta. This is another like two-step puzzle where you have to find the constellations in the telescope. When, but again, with me, I had everything lit up because my brightness is weird for this game, and so everything in the room is lit up, and I can't see what's going on. And it wasn't until I switched out all the lights, and then I realized, oh, like those Edison bulbs on that well, I don't even know what that box is but these like Edison bulbs light up a, a certain number of bulbs but prior to that I'd found I'd already discovered that the numbers in the boxes I'd solved that they're, they're mirror images of, of see and that's the thing I didn't get but I was like but these numbers don't make sense I need I knew I was missing a middle part and so I was really getting to my wits end with that puzzle when I was playing it See, I was too, though. I really was. I was getting really, really frustrated with this puzzle. And then there's a there's a point often where even we, good friends, playing a cooperative game, there is a point where we can get 
on each other's nerves a bit. And this is the room where it happened, I think, because I was, one, getting very, very tired, but also getting very frustrated. And I think you were getting a bit antsy to move on. And you're like, what's this box over here? Can you count the number of lights? And I'm like, yeah, okay, so clearly that box is important. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and then... I was really getting frustrated because I could look through the telescope, but I was trying to move the telescope using the telescope, not the base, the base. of the telescope. Yeah. That doesn't really make sense. And even though I thought I had looked all around the telescope, clearly I had missed the entire base, which would have told me that there was something else to it. I had found a bunch of red herrings on the objects, like the picture frame, the package, so that I was trying to put them in an alphabetical order because they all have words or letters on them. I was trying all sorts of different things to see if it was a weight issue. Sure, yeah, because they're all different sizes too, yeah. Because there is another one I don't think we talked about that deals with weight, so I thought that perhaps this had led into that. All sorts of things I was trying but didn't see. I had seen the clue about the smoke and mirrors, and then I was looking for a hidden mirror somewhere. It wasn't until... Basically, you had to show me how this one kind of worked, and I I didn't quite get it. And then looking at the numbers, the images, like the heart that turns out to be twos facing each other, then, then I got it. But I never would have seen the one on the bottom of the chair. I had picked up that chair multiple times. Well, there's two chairs, and one of them is marked, and one of them isn't. Well, so. but I picked them both up multiple times. All right, okay. But I think because I didn't have the lantern, and because I of the way the light it. was, I just couldn't Yeah, because I, I was just standing over by the door, letting There was also a point around. where you kept messing around with all the lights, because I think you were bored, or, <laughs> or you were trying to experiment to see about the Edison box, to see how right, you use right. it. But it, you kept turning it off as I was trying to look at an object or something. Ah, uh, okay. So, no, I mean, so even, some of the lights were off, I Yeah, think. even for my screen again, even when I had the lantern and switched it off, I can't see the Edison bulbs very clearly until I switch all the lights off in that room. Like, then I can count them. But if even a couple of lights, or even one light is on, it's kind of hard to distinguish which bulbs are on or off, so that's why I kept on switching them off. We did have an issue where I put them all onto the mats, all the objects, we had it correctly... But the door didn't open, and so then I put them in order of lowest to highest, and then it did open. And then we had another time where we played where that didn't matter. Yeah. And then another time where it seemed to. So we're not really sure if that's a bug that we found, if it's only like one version of the puzzle where that happens, or if it's really not and we did something else that's wrong. So we're not really sure, but we will advise you if you're stuck in this room ever and you think you've got it sorted out, it's possibly that. Try to put them in order, like, yeah, one, two, four, seven. Order, yeah. yeah. And there's also the problem in here where you drop the package through the wall. Yes. Yeah, we hinted at that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This was so frustrating because you were well on your way, I think, halfway to solving it that time, and I went, oh... There's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. So I was so gutted. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't get it. We had back. to quit, didn't we? Yeah. That was a game breaker, that one. You 
a second time. I held on for dear life. Somehow you had it, it nearly fell, but then you held the button and then just backed up. I did not let go of that mouse button, and I saw it drift through the wall, like, no, 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 stay with me. And uh, I just edged it back into, like, I don't know how I got it back inside the wall again, inside, inside the room again, but I did. Um... And that's not the first time in this game that that happens. It has happened to me one more time. In fact, probably the next room we're going to talk about has a problem with uh, losing things yeah. through, like, clipping. The observatory. I like the room. I like that it's a room full of red herrings that are very easy to fall for. There's a lot going on in the room. I love the look of the room and the telescope. I personally feel like it's maybe two puzzles thrown at you at the same time in a way that's a bit frustrating. Once you have it solved, obviously, then from then on, it's an easy puzzle. But that first time I found doing the mirror thing and doing the telescope and light thing, they felt like two totally separate puzzles thrown together in one. And for me, that's not normally the way I like my puzzles to work. I kind of like one answer at a time. So that's just me though you love this room I love this room yeah I, I like rooms that have multiple steps you know like when we played like tabletop stuff together doing puzzle boxes like but yeah so the next room where you can also lose an object is the gallery and that happened to me where it just it just drifted through the floor what was the name of that horse in the in the this the the, the pit of sadness or whatever it was Artax yeah what was it it wasn't the pit of sadness the swamp of sadness Sorrow, I think. Swamp of Sorrow? Poor, poor horse. Or maybe it was the Swamp of Sadness. But yeah, it was exactly like that. It was just like... Bloop, bloop. I, know, I was like, no, don't, don't leave me. I need you because you're like the most important part of this puzzle. And that was it. It was gone. But this room is good because it never changes. And once you have it memorized... Because you spend so long in this room looking... Like basically... I haven't really explained this well at all, have I? You get a picture frame and it's empty. But... You, when you look through the picture frame, you can see hidden symbols on the ground. And Which, so, I will say, is a little awkward to move around with. It's not the easiest thing. And, yeah. Because um, <laughs> you were very worried that I was going to run it through a wall. I was like, yeah, Justin, you be careful with that, man. I've lost that before. Um, but, yeah, so you, you, you move it around. You see the floor. There's a bunch of, like, weird sigils on the ground. Um, and basically those things are the things that you have basically it's really simple just don't step on those things they never change through the playthroughs uh, and basically you have to light up all the candles in this level there's only one, two, three sets of candles to, to light up and basically you have to navigate using this picture frame to not stand on the symbols and light up all the candles and then the door opens easy peasy once not so you, easy once, once you've you know lost it yeah but also once you know what you're doing yeah, oh yeah I, exactly it that, took me a long time that to too yeah and basically, um, you had to guide me through this one because I kept thinking I had to step on the symbols. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was doing so, just the yeah. exact opposite. Of exactly. It wasn't do. until we didn't even realize when I was playing this with my friend, we didn't even realize that the candles were going out. We didn't. We weren't. Oh, see, I realized that very quickly, but I couldn't figure out I what I was doing wrong. I was like, like, what? I, I swear, I, I, I lit those candles up before, but then I lost the frame, and so I had to do the whole level from my memory, knowing. But the thing is, by that time. You've scoured the area so much. There's only about 10 symbols in there. They're fairly easy to avoid. Take good care of your uh, picture frame in this room. All right, so that leads us to the South Garret. I was doing it incorrectly, but mostly because I was just reading the set of clues. They're all around. Yeah. Um, 
I think I was meant to be looking at them as columns and I was looking at them as rows. Yeah. And kind of overthinking what the hint meant. It's pretty straightforward. You just pick the odd one out, basically, and yeah. go for it. And and that's it. But this is another time where you get a creepy message from Grandpa. And yeah. Hey, Gramps. This one, I'm not exactly sure exactly what he's going for. It's more like about time and... Yeah. Immortal- Same. Immortality is what he's talking about. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So then again, it, it leads into it, but I think I don't. Know, I don't feel like it was quite as clear or as obvious when I was listening to it as the dining hall message. Sure. The symbols pretty straightforward. There is another iteration of this puzzle where you get another clue that goes with the kind of symbol sheet, but we never got it. That turns this into another two-step puzzle. And so it's uh, it makes this puzzle a little bit harder. But again, that's what I like with all these rooms and why we think they've got red herrings, but they don't. It's just that's for another puzzle on your next playthrough so you don't get too used to and bored of the puzzles that you've already solved. The, the laboratory is the next one, and that's a pretty cool puzzle because I just like this puzzle because it's it reminds me of other puzzle games like The Room or like kind of Cthulhu stuff where it's just this heart in a jar it's doing nothing and then you do something correct and it just like boom boom it just starts beating out of nowhere that's crazy I love that and then as you solve the riddle or as you as you solve the puzzle it starts to beat faster and faster and so you know that you're making good progress because otherwise you just this room you have to type words into uh, a typewriter and it's kind of unclear what you need to be doing. I like the clue for this one a lot because it has to do with the grandfather being a surgeon, I guess, and right. saying you can take one piece out but you can't take a whole lot of pieces out. Right. And you need to make sure that you put something in its place. So it really is a good word clue here for what you need to do. And I would definitely suggest make your chain of words ahead of time so that you can do it quickly. We had one where we just needed to change the one letter every time, and that was it. Like the first letter. Yeah, the first letter. That was pretty great. You get a lot of letters, and there's a lot of different things you can play around with. Yeah, I think you get something like nine letters. If you can't make five words out of nine letters, there's something wrong with you. But it has to be a chain, right? So you can only change one letter at a time. You can only change one at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's also an issue where I was like, well, I can make a whole bunch of words quickly, but... But not one at a time. Yeah, they have to be a kind of chain of words. There's also a pile of rejection letters from research because they bring into question your grandfather's ethics, which ties very much into the very last room, which Mm -hmm. would be the transfer chamber. What did you, like, because I've obviously I'd been there before. Mm-hmm. What did you, how, what was your reaction when you stepped into that kind of room and were listening, was listening to the recording and you saw the apparatus and what was going on? Like, this is the end game. It throws you in there. The first thing I would say is that I didn't even really pay attention to the end room because I was looking at the, the notes for the fuses and <laughs> yeah. looking at the fuse boxes. And then I saw the levers on the floor where it says, oh, well, I can't pull this because I... I can't pull the lever because I don't know if this is the one that's going to make the house blow up. And then I got to the end room. And the thing was, because of that whole bit in the dining hall about how much can you replace and still be the person, I pretty much suspected there was going to be some sort of brain transfer or soul transfer or something. The grandfather didn't want to die. He wanted 
to take over, right? Something like the movie All in Me, something like that. That's kind of what I suspected. And so I see this apparatus and I go, yeah, and there's a brain in the chamber. Yeah, okay, I know what's going to happen. Though it wasn't quite as much as I, I probably envisioned, but I think we'll get to that after we just talk about the fuse puzzle. What do you think about the fuse puzzle? I still don't understand it. I've got no idea what's going on. We just <laughs> smash some buttons and eventually it switches on. That's all I know. We were so ready to give up. You were like, oh, there's an elevator. Oh, the elevator doesn't work. Oh, let me pull a lever. Oh, another lever. The safe doesn't open. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. And you're like, oh, I've really... We were playing late. I've got to go to bed, yeah. you're saying. And then I switched a lever and a green light came on. And I switched kind of another lever and a green light came on. And you're like, well, unless you can figure it out in the next 30 seconds. And there's like, boom, another lever. And I'm like, <laughs> so I don't know how I did it that first time. But even the other times, I'm not really sure. We assume it's a math problem. We know what's going on. Like, the, we, the, the clue on the wall says there's X number of watts or volts or whatever it is. The, the numbers, numbers on the thing add, add up, up to, to that, be the same. But it's just transferring the power to each one, like, to get it to that thing. I don't know. And it changes every time. That's one that does change every time and I'm not happy about. Because <laughs> I just want to have it solved and just go in there and smash that puzzle. But I, we did it. Yeah, well, no, and you did it. And then I had to get onto the table and found out that the grandfather essentially wanted to share my body, sort of. No, share. like Yeah, he'd take it over yeah. eventually. <laughs> uh, but the beautiful thing about that is you get that ending, but the other person who's not in your head doesn't get to hear. Yeah, they don't get to hear anything that's going on. So that's a bit frustrating because your other person would be saying... What's going on? What are you, and you're trying to listen to yeah, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the levers, and you can pull the lever now to save your life and yeah. stop the explosion. You can pull the other lever to say, no way, Grandpa, this is uh, not cool, and take you both out. Or before you step on the table, essentially, you can take the elevator once it's charged up and leave without taking the inheritance. I like that. I like that they have these three very basic endings that are very easy to see your choices. It is a bit frustrating, I can imagine, for the person playing the first time to not really get the ending, to not really get the grandfather's transfer in, but I like it. I like the multiple endings. I think they work well. Simple story that plays all the way through and works very well, and the voice work of the grandpa, I actually, I quite like the grandfather's voice yeah, he's, by the end. he's great, yeah. I like the fact that you don't get to hear, because that makes sense. And and the fact that you're moving really slowly as well, when you're, when you're getting off that table and you're walking and you're listening to the grandpa in your head. Um, but you don't get the achievement, so it means you have to play through Exactly, it so you got to play it again and do it the other way around. Because I was doing that with someone else, and like they're doing exactly the same thing, that talk What's going why are you walking so slow? I'm like, shut up, I'm, I'm, the grandfather's oh. inside me. He's like, he's like, what? Oh, no way, okay, okay, I'll just like, I'll just be quiet. Yeah, like, that is important. Your character, once you have the grandfather inside you, walks at a snail's pace. Yeah, he walks no matter like, what the, you like do. the grandpa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. But yeah, I, don't, I really want to open up that safe. I just don't know how to. Do you think there is a way? Because I'm 
now I mean, to the point where I suspect there is none. I'm a big fan of everything's put there for a reason. And I hope there's a reason for it. But I mean, there are plenty of other things in the game that were locked that we couldn't get into. I mean, the locked cabinets and stuff like that, it's like, it's, like, it's jammed shut. It's like, yeah, because otherwise you'd spend hours just opening cabinets. But that's safe, you know. Uh, you think of, there's uh, something? And we thought, oh, once we become the grandpa, he can open the safe and there'll be something in it. It's like, no, but still he can't open it. And there's not even a combination on it. It's just a, it's just a handle that's locked. I don't know. Which is why I now think that there's probably not a way in. Yeah, well, I'll try and look it up, see if someone smarter than me has managed to open it. Once you've gone through each chapter, basically, it's unlocked so that you could start at that chapter from then on. You don't need to start at the entrance hall every time. You also can do something called the Chaos Gauntlet, which is a randomly generated set of rooms. It doesn't start in the entrance hall. It starts, it starts in, in its own kind of hall, like mm-hmm. the Chaos Gauntlet Room. It looks very much like the Rec Room, but it's different. But that was fun. We did that and did it pretty quickly because we found most of the rooms that we had already done before. Fun to do, fun to play. I'm happy to play again, and we probably will because there's at least one more room that neither one of us have seen and a couple that I haven't seen yet. So whether with you or whether alone, I will probably play through till I've at least seen every room once. And that's Last Will. I love puzzle games, and I try to keep my kind of eyes open to catch new ones all the time, but there's so many games on Steam now, it's like, they just slip through the cracks. Even really good ones like this, you know, it's like, I'd never even heard of this before. Gaps filled or more gaps created. Yikes. 